episode 2021. Season three, even though we don't call it a season, because what was that? All these fucking bugs from Aubrey's plants, and I killed them all day just going. Oh, so you got like a whole ecosystem in there, or what? Oh, yeah. It was like the whole thing. She has over 70 plants. It's uh, it's Sherwood Forest in there. It's very clean. Didn't you say you were going to give me one? I have tons of them I can give you. Yeah, maybe someday if we'll see you this year. Yeah. I have a uh, hydrangea, I think. You have a hydrangea? That's a flower. No, it's like a bulb. But it came in like one of those bulb kits. Um, I think it's a hydrangea. I don't It'll know. I'll tell you when to plant it. I don't it's know. actually just a chia pet. Yeah. <laughs> It'll tell you when to plant it. Just stick it in the sunny window. It'll be fine. Yeah, it was like three to four weeks to keep it in the um, keep it in the dark, so I have it under the sink. Yep. Um, well, plants are a little bit different. It's it's festering. I don't know anything about plants. Nor I really. Other than they cause these. Uh, wait, how? Like, wait, you've not. Looking day. You've not learned anything? No, I don't. That's not my thing. That's Aubrey's thing. But they're surrounding you. I mean. So? I just because I live here doesn't mean I need to learn about plants. Yeah, but I mean, she's like doing stuff to them and I assume talking about them. That's her thing and her hobby. Why would I just start like encroaching on her shit? I don't care about her shirt and she doesn't care about my 70 plants. Yeah, I have, I have like. But you know about her shirts is my. I have like 700 t-shirts. Aubrey has 700 plants and we just exist together because we're soulmates. I just find it hard to believe you didn't pick up anything about it. You must know a little bit. The difference is, well, she knows that I water them on Sundays. Or you probably not noticed that's the day I water. No, them. you say it out loud. Yeah, I'm like, I just don't. <laughs> you know, you know what the, Sunday, you know what it is, Chris? I don't care. That's what I was saying. She says shit out loud. That's why. I, I don't care. It's her thing. They first have to episode. First yeah. episode. 2021. 2021 feels good. Lynn, kick it, kick it off. That's a that's my catchphrase. That's a, call, that's a call I've, to action. Well, since I've never heard of it, I didn't know what to do. I'm like, that's, why are you pointing at me? <laughs> what do I do now? I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking it's about. A, it's a call to action. You want me to just do the intro? Oh, that'd be great. Okay. Welcome to the Motorcycle Scoop. It's a podcast about motorcycles and ice cream. I am Lynn. That is Motorcycle Chris. He, Everybody, I know you can't see this, but he got a haircut. And that's all doodling on an ipad that's what i'm here for i did it myself so i didn't really yeah, get it, one it looks pretty it looks even i i materialized one what i manifested one your haircut you mean you just cut your hair yeah i cut my i cut my own bangs every two weeks i'm not manifesting anything well, i think you are sure I- <laughs> and, and they look great thanks this is, this is starting out well in the new year i was gonna say New Year, same me. I was gonna say this is uh, this is uh, we're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> First up, RoadRacingWorld.com. FBI agents raid Ducati North America headquarters. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sad this happened after our last episode, or you, or it wasn't out yet. Wait, are you guys? Are you guys gonna do the 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 jing the ditty? Ready? It's a Ducati. <laughs> or <want> headquarters. headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just love that people who listen to this podcast who don't know anything about motorcycles, but mostly my friends. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, 
like, that thing. That my you- friends won't even listen to it. <laughs> but a few people have been like, that thing you and Lynn do about Ducatis, is that from a movie? I'm like, it's from us. No, it's original, baby. Hands above your head, it's a Ducati. <laughs> Not just guilty of stealing our hearts, turns out. Oh. My heart was never stolen by them. I couldn't pick them up out of a lineup. Duc- no. Well, Ducatis are iconic. The Panigale, I think, um, is iconic. You, know, you just you also just said iconic has nothing to do with stealing my heart or Aubrey having knowledge of motorcycles. Well, no, I think what I'm saying is I think that she could recognize one. I think she would know a Ducati. 2007 Honda Shadow and I drive one. I I'm just saying, I think you could give yourself a little bit more credit. I think you could pick I, out a Ducati. I could if it was next to a fat boy. <laughs> or a growler. Uh, I almost said a growler. That's beer. A grom? <laughs> a grom. A grom, yeah. A growler. All right, so I'm excited. Let's hear what Ducati, what naughty, naughty people they were. Yeah, no, naughty Ducati. Oh, man. How is that not the headline of this, of this article? Someone really missed out. Now going to be, unfortunately, the, 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 the name, name of the episode. episode. <laughs> it's a naughty Ducati. I mean, that's, I'm absolutely not, gonna, I'm not that. that's absolutely what the name of the episode is going to be, though. All right, so details are a little scarce, but I'll tell you what we know. Okay. Uh, again, this is roadracingworld.com. Ducati's California-based North American headquarters was raided by FBI agents. This is actually last month. Uh, I think it was around like December 17th. More than 30 agents took part in the raid at the company's Mountain View, California offices. FBI officials contacted by Road Racing World said the agency would investigate and respond to the request for information about the alleged action. Ducati marketing director Phil Reed said it is Ducati North America's practice to cooperate fully with inquiries from government agencies. As part of that cooperation, Ducati North America does not comment on those inquiries. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. (laughs) There's literally nothing about this. This guy who who posted in uh, a a place called Barf. Is that a subsidiary of stuff.com? Stuff. Stuff. <laughs> so he's... Barf. So Sean Keen, who is a Barf.com. He's a Barf. Cool website, bro. If you want to be reliable, don't name yourself after... I, I, don't know if it's, I don't know if it's Barf.com. It just says Barf. They're capital letters. <laughs> Ooh. I found another article that says... Those same sources also said it was related to financial crime. However, the FBI has not confirmed nor denied. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. It just says there were two employees in the building and 30, 30 agents showed up. I don't, yeah. Oh, my that's God. What, so that's, what, that's what the barf guy said. <laughs> he said Instead of Bart Simpson, it's barf, like a bootleg shirt. <laughs> it's, just, it's, such an, it's, it's such an ugly word, and it's made worse when it's capitalized. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I hate still, everything. There's still no public record as of January 8th when this article was written. So um, yeah, so so he said um, there were two employees at the location when the raid happened, and then three by the end of the raid. So two and then three. Someone um, showed up and they're like, "Fuck! I picked the day to come into work." Huh? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be some kind of. Uh, it could be a tax thing. They could be laundering money. It could be, yeah. Um, I was going to say, it could, it could be emissions, but I don't think that would be under the purview of the FBI. That would probably be like... Police? EPA, know. like EPA or something. That'd probably be like the EPA. Well, this, one, this one had a good headline. This Tell article me. from webbikeworld.com, Trouble in Little Italy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
great. There's still nothing, like nothing other than what you just said. Yeah, we're not going to know till I, I don't think we'll know till the investigation's concluded. Uh, I mean, 30 agents showing up at your business is a pretty serious. And it has and to be. Lock and key about it. And it has to be something like within the U.S. It's it's not like it's their headquarters in like Italy or whatever. Yeah. It's definitely something that the North American like um, company did. So you know, if they, you know, some some of these manufacturers have they do their like their own financing or because they don't want to pay taxes to other countries. Or like or like they flirt with they flirt with certain banks and stuff like that. And like, and so it could be, it could be anything like that, you know? Oh, yeah, it could be, my money is on financial and taxes yeah. and filtering the money through their Italian company or other companies offshore because the taxes here are too high for either in, you know, import, export type yeah. stuff. So they're, they're actually owned by Volkswagen. Right. Yeah. By VW, Lamborghini. So like we posted, I posted a video on Instagram a while back of that Lamborghini Diavel because they're all they're all, all owned by the same company Volkswagen and he said actually this week that they are not selling Ducati that was another article that I actually didn't print out and I sorry I can't source it there's been rumors a couple times that Ducati was going to go up for sale I remember like in 2018 that was a rumor that Ducati was for sale that they've been encouraging offers but uh, as of this week the CEO says that uh, Ducati is not for sale can't sell it right now <laughs> So it's sorry, guys. Keep by the FBI. Keep, uh, keep saving. Get it dirt cheap after this. Yeah, exactly. Advisordown.com. Uh, this is a kind of a follow-up on a on a story that we did. The first product of Triumph Bajaj collaboration pushed back to 2023. Um, Another two years. Yeah, so that's what we were talking about. Um, they're going to be manufactured in India, and they're going to be like smaller displacement um, Triumph motorcycles. Uh, so Visor Down says, you know, maybe a 300 to 400 cc Bonneville to compete with the Royal Enfield and that the new Honda CB350 that's coming out. Yeah, um, and also a Tiger Cub, which I guess would be a yeah. They used to make the Tiger Tiger Cub. It was a like a 200 cc. Adventure same. bike? It's not miniature. It was it was the same size as a bike. It was like Triumph made the Tiger Cub and so was it like an adventure bike? No. Like the Tiger? Because I was thinking of like a like how like uh, how by, I was thinking of like by adventure bike though, you mean um slightly taller with knobby tires. Right. Like well yeah, I was thinking yeah. of like like how how BMW has the GS what three fifty now or something like that, that the yeah. Tiger it's Cub would essentially be like a, is it a 390 maybe? Yeah, I something like that. The Triumph used to make the Tiger Cub. I've looked for one before because they're very cute, but they're hard to find and they're 200 cc's. I yeah, think. We, we're ta you're talking about like a vintage. Yeah, like yeah, it's vintage it is vintage, yeah. yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, they didn't elaborate on the Tiger Cub at all, but I would assume they would make it like a smaller adventure bike, smaller displacement yeah. adventure bike for- It would make you know. sense since they have the Tiger now, it'd be kind of cute to call it the Tiger Cub. That's what I'm but saying. I'm just saying, like, they already have a bike with this name and it already existed. So that's why I'm just telling you that. It ran from 1954 to 1956 and 1957 to 1968. It's a 200 cc. Okay, at least I had one part right. Well, you were yeah, right. no, you were right there. You were right there. You were right there on the yeah. pole. Um, but yeah, it's obviously due. It's obviously due to COVID-19. So we have a, another two is it years. Everything. Yeah, <laughs> totally is. <laughs> um, 
Same pandemic. Yeah. Um, so we're looking at like another two years before we might see one of these smaller displacements. But That's such a bummer. I mean, I'm never going to get over the fact that we don't have stuff like that here to get people more hyped on riding motorcycles. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, we have some, you know, as we discussed in our last episode, we do have some new fun models coming out. Absolutely. Uh, Triumph just apparently there's going to be a 1200 RS. Yeah. I think the 20... The 29th or 26th of January, they're like, like, yeah. revealing it. All right, Jalopnik.com. I'm actually really excited about this. This is the kind of, this is the kind of tech where I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Indian Motorcycles is developing lean, sensitive, adaptive radar headlights to make night riding safer. That's cool. So, quoting from the article in Jalopnik. Indian Motorcycles filed an extremely detailed patent application for an adaptive headlamp design way back in May of last year. And it was officially published in October. Uh, our friends over at Ride Apart recently dug it up and it's absolutely fascinating. The system uses sensors from all over your motorcycle to provide a speed and lean angle sensitive pattern of light emission. That's cool. That, that was a little wordy, I thought. Yeah, but. it was. <laughs> <laughs> Like it made me immediately just go, yeah, sure. Yeah. But so how much it, 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 the, like, the light, the light moves when you lean. Yeah, no um, shit. That's what I figured. <laughs> <laughs> the patent filing depicts a system functioning on an Indian Roadmaster, but mentions that the technology could be adapted for any other kind of two-wheeled machine or even jet skis. Potentially, why would you want to ride a jet ski at night? Deathwish. I don't know. I don't even ride jet skis during the day. So maybe once I dabble in that, I'll let you know. Ooh, um, snowmobiles, we'd be into snow choppers. <laughs> I'd ride a snow chopper. Oh, I'm baffled. Oh, wait, you haven't met my dad, right? Every time my dad meets a, fr like a friend, he'll say a story about how I crashed the snowmobile when I was like four into a tree by a field. By our house. But my favorite part about that is it's not the fact that there was poor parenting decisions. Yeah, was this <laughs> but was this a was this a light a light related crash? No, you just said snow <gasps> Aubrey said she'd snow. be into snow chop. Oh, 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 oh. Don't worry, I've already crashed one. <laughs> I, say, I want to bring it around full circle and be like, and if only the light had turned when I did. No, this was um in the daytime, but I mean I just don't worry guys, I've already crashed one, so we're all good. Yeah, We're all good. Headlight will help her see the trees. From the article, it makes sense to start with a Roadmaster um, because it's a big bike and you wouldn't notice an extra 10 pounds of sensors and wires. Um, so this is good, especially if you're, if you're riding the, the twisties at night. Um, by bending the headlamp to point up the curve while you're leaned over, there's a better chance you'll be able to see things on the road ahead of you and adapt your line accordingly. Now listen to this. This is really cool too. Another part of the patent includes a speed-sensitive headlight design, which widens and shortens the beam pattern at low speeds and makes it narrower and longer as speed increases. Yeah, I was just looking at, when you go to the website, if you guys want to look at it on uh, jalopnik.com, it shows uh, the figures 10A through 10C at the end. That, to me, is really interesting technology that they figured out to be better. Like, like, uh, like um, what do you call it on a camera? What do you call the hole? The lens? No, the app... Uh... The aperture? Aperture. I don't know anything about cameras. But it, it's fascinating, like, when you, when you put things in focus, right? Yeah. But 
just like it's really interesting to see like this diagram and how they figure that out yes you're going slower you want to be able to see more when you're fast it's going to be a longer you want to see wider yeah versus when i'm going 90 miles on the road i would like to see not only in front of me but farther away so i can stop faster right so you can anticipate what's going on ahead of you and then when you're in a parking lot in fucking new england and there's a bunch of potholes and stuff you can you'll be able to spot them Everything. with a wider yeah. with a wider light stream you know I mean, if you look at the diagrams on there this is really cool technology i yeah. interested to see how much that adds to a bike because you said 10 pounds of equipment and sensors that's just sensors wow and i mean it looks like indian is really trying to do a lot of cool tech stuff coming up yeah i feel like a lot of the bikes like those baggers are so comparable that they have to do like small things to try to set themselves apart because yeah. i feel like indian has come so far that i think a lot more people are open to buying like new indians compared to only being loyal to harley that right. if they especially I feel like a lot of people will trade in their Harleys for Indians once they've ridden them and then realize how great they are. I think to well, sell- always, It's always gonna be subjective, obviously. But to sell right. like someone who rides a lot to yeah. be like, hey, we have this technology. I would even be like, wow, that's really, I, I still can't picture myself buying like a brand new Indian, but just the fact that they have that and eventually it's going to be in used models, like well, you, way further down the line, it's-, it's it's intriguing the it's like it's it's little tech things like this that can to your point like set them apart so like indian is very smartly like patenting this and similarly um harley davidson has patented the quick removal top box yep. Yep. and like if you talk to goldwing riders about that they yep. are like they're furious that like they don't have that and and the harley does it's something they actually want yeah. yeah and like and like they patented it so it's like it's those little differences between manufacturers um that it, that might might make it down the line to the smaller displacement bikes or it might just be on the big flagship yeah um you know really expensive baggers you it's might as a as a consumer you might make a calculation like i would rather be able to take my top box off and walk it into a motel and and they don't ride at night so they don't care do you know what i mean um, so it's, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's capitalism, baby. Well, and I think it's also going to force a lot of these companies, like you're talking about Harley with that or Indian with the light to come up with really cool inventive technology that is actually beneficial instead of just looking cool. Right. It doesn't yeah. be like, I don't care personally, like the horsepower CC, things like that aren't a big deal, but for somebody who we're constantly riding at night and we live, you know, even up in, we were up in Boston, yeah. now the road, I'm, tons of beautiful back road riding all that stuff like this type of technology i am fascinated by and i'm hoping other companies take it and go what else can we do with it yeah well i mean yeah she she used to have to ride all the way to the, to the south shore and you and i would go home and stretch our legs and put our feet up not home together but i mean we would go everyone but we would go home and then uh you know together <laughs> i slept on your brick of a couch yeah. um, <laughs> not even that but Lynn, is, Lynn has ridden behind Fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> Lynn has ridden behind me with her high beams on because my light is so bad. Yeah. And it's like lit up more. So like yeah. stuff like this appeals to me. Like if this was an $800 kit, I would potentially buy that for my bike. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing the LED conversion on the Bonneville just because of, like just for that reason. Do you know what I mean? Because I still have like just like a regular headlamp, like the stock headlamp. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? 
And your it's, and your bike is almost a decade old now, too. Yeah. You know, I have the LEDs on the Audi and like it does make a huge difference. Like I can really see better with LEDs than with with regular lights. Um safety issue, right? Yeah. Totally. Just better when our lights are brighter coming around the corner. If the light's bending with us, cars are going to be able to see us better. If our lights are stronger at a distance, they're going to see us coming from a distance. All of this, apart from making it easier to ride, is a safety aspect that I think is wildly like invented for them. And like what Aubrey said, if they made it as like a separate kit, she would potentially buy it. Like once the technology is on the bike and they can see how it works better and it's, you know, fully patented, they have it, that would be awesome if they sold it as kits even if they even stuck you with like oh we have to install it ourselves like we have to download the software or whatever yeah but just for the fact that that could exist on a bike even if indian has to do it themselves to your bike i think that would be inventive it would be smart if they expand it it maybe if not past that model on their bike, but to have the kit separate. Well, it works better on it works better on the baggers because of the full fairings. And like, I, know, I, I don't know. want a bunch of I don't want a bunch of fucking gyroscopes. I'm in just sight hanging off my bike. I'm just saying. It's also the no, I know you're saying. technology, right? Like the technology right now, just like when computers first came out, they were the size of a small car. Now we're going to be able to this technology five years down the road could literally just be a bulb that does it, has the gyroscope on it. Yeah, or the sensor is like this big, you know, it's like a tiny. Yeah. And most yeah. bikes, like little clips or something. No, it's definitely the beginning. It's not the end. It's the oh, beginning. yeah, I think it's going to be great. And this is, again, the kind of stuff that makes me excited about bikes because I love gadgets and tech. So, yeah. cool. I mean, like, lighting isn't something that, like, we often, I think, talk about enough, you know? So I th- I'm really happy that this article came up and it's, like, oh, yeah. important. Because, yeah. like, apparently there's a kit, there's a kit that you can buy that will activate your brake light when you downshift. So when you like, so like, cause like if you're engine braking, if you're engine braking, if you're engine braking and you're not, and you're not touching the brake, the person behind you isn't indicated that you're slowing down. That you're slowing but, down. But yeah. I think, I think someone told, I, you know, I wish I, I probably should have looked it up, but I didn't, I think it's like $400 or something like that, that you can like retrofit it's so that. Ambulance ride. Yeah. Being you know? like that's huge. I mean sometimes like around me. and I tap my brakes like crazy me too. Like, Hello, yeah I'm, I'm constantly like tapping yeah. my brakes like I don't with people around me at all because it's not they don't pay attention anyway they're not gonna they probably don't even notice my brake lights on a motorcycle let yeah. alone like me engine braking like there's no way I I'm tapping my brakes all the time especially if I'm coming to like if I see someone's right behind me I'm tapping nonstop just yeah. just so they notice me. Yeah. But yeah, it's cool technology. So I got one more. It's okay. a bit it's a bit instructional because you know how uh, how handy we are here at the motorcycle scoop. Yeah, we have hands. We definitely we definitely all uh, all have hands. Rideapart.com, how to remove and preserve stickers from your motorcycle. By Justin Hughes. What kind of stickers? So you know how like when you get a bike, they have those like break-in. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like that. Also, what a lot of dealerships like to do is put their own, they'll put their dealership sticker on your bike. Oh, which I've cool. always, I've always felt was. I paid you enough. I'm not fucking advertising for you, man. Yeah. Well, I've always found it like incredibly presumptuous and just like, why, why are you putting a sticker on somebody else's bike? 
Like that just seems like a trespass to me. Does that make sense? If I pay even four grand, that whatever, no matter what I'm paying you, if you put your fucking shitty ass Kinko's printed sticker on my bike, I'm walking in and telling you to take that shit off right now. And if it damages the paint on my bike, I want a new fender for my really shitty bike. When I was, when I was in, when I was in sales, I remember I, I sold a bike to somebody and they were just like, can you just make sure they don't put any fucking dealership stickers on? And I made sure that they didn't. And it's like, you got the plate, you got the, you always got the plate bracket. Whenever you buy it in any dealership. Right. Gonna put it's, like the, a car. it's just like a car. Yeah. They're going to put a plate bracket on. That's fine. But putting a sticker on a bike, I think is intrusive. And I, I think it's, I, I don't like it. Well, especially if it's not like a vinyl, like the very high-end vinyl stickers that you can buy and put on yeah. and off without damaging your bike. I know from, you know when you're driving down the highway and you see cars with like 50 bumper stickers on them? Yes. And I'm like, yes. I, have, I, avoid them, I avoid them at all costs because they're probably drunk. Yeah, but those people with all those bumper stickers are, or like stickers from every band they've ever, the 20,000 Jerry Garcia bears. Like yeah. when you go to sell that <laughs> <laughs> when you go to sell that car, I'm just like, how much you're gonna damage the paint? It's gonna glass only, baby. Oh my glass God. only. That's when I bought our decals for yeah. our cars, like only on my windshield, only very small. I don't know, but I'm also like an OCD freak when it comes. To well, that. I'm happy that I read this because I did get you a pink Triumph sticker. But I got so I, I I'm happy that I that I found this article today because I have to switch out my parking sticker for the town of Winthrop, and I'm like, how the hell am I gonna get the sticker off without leaving a bunch of shit on it? Razor blade. Um, so this is what Justin Hughes recommends from rideapart.com. In high school and shop, we used to take stickers off windows with razor blades. Um, so he said you could use a heat gun if you have it, but be careful because it could get too hot and melt plastics in the area. And if you have um, like a, a, you know how people have the treated like back glass and stuff too? I'd be scared to put a heat gun to that. Yeah. Um, so he recommends a hairdryer. Using the hairdryer, heat up one corner of the sticker you want to remove. After a few minutes, you should be able to carefully start to peel the corner up with your finger. Move the hairdryer along the sticker, slowly heating and peeling as you go. Patience is the key here so you don't rip the sticker. This is if you want to preserve it. Eventually, it'll come off completely intact and undamaged. Spray some WD-40 on a shop rag and wipe down the area where the sticker used to be. And that'll, I didn't realize that'll remove the adhesive. Yep, it will. So I'm just going to like, I've done stuff like this from working in crafts, but <laughs> I work in, in crafts. crafts as a crafting <laughs> lady. You, uh, you, you worked in crafts? My mother owned a rubber stamping and scrapbooking store for most of my life. Oh. Yeah, I have, I have burned myself with many heat guns. Heads That's up, good. heat guns get very, very hot to the point where they'll melt wax yeah. and glue. And I would never put any, if you have a nicely painted, if you have my fender, by all means, go for it. Yeah. But if you have a nicely painted bike where you don't want to damage it, use the hairdryer on don't low. Use the, don't use the heat gun? High heat, low air, or low heat, low air. The hairdryer gets hot enough. And, you know, like, borrow, borrow your mom's or whatever, but please do not use your heat gun on your bike. Wait, that's, 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 that's what you mean, borrow your, what do you mean, borrow your mom's? I'm not assuming that everyone That's, has don't, don't assign gender roles. I, I, I didn't say it was a guy. I, I know many of you have shaved heads. I don't own a hair dryer. I yeah, don't either. But. I, air dry only on this mop. I own, <laughs> I own multiple. It would also take me like 10 years to blow dry my hair and I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> I told you I'm the fancy lady. Yes, that's... The, wait, do you, so do you own a hair dryer? I have two. 
And yeah. I have two diffusers. Google it if you don't know what that is. Oh. But I sell essential oils as a job. Yeah. And <laughs> we got it. But either way, you guys, you, you guys on, are my, you guys are my two diffusers. Aww. You know. Go to Kmart. I'm feeling down. Kmart. Go to this defunct department yeah. store. Yeah. Go to. I just feel like I aged myself. Why don't you go to Bradley's and buy a, a go hair? Go to Kmart. We all know how old you are now. There's no ambiguity. There's no That's a Midwest thing because, like, I mean, we had Walmarts, but, like, Kmart was the Guys, big in Michigan. Guys, hop in the car. We're going to Caldor. Yeah, hop, in the, hop in the station wagon. We're going to Kmart. I'm sitting in the seat that faces the street in the back. And we're going to Ames, guys. Go to Kmart. Yeah. Lynn's, got, Lynn's, Lynn's got the rear gun in the back seat. She's, yeah. she's watching our six as we go my to Kmart. My neighbor used to have one of those station wagons, and we would like... Oh, yeah, we had one. If we went anywhere like with the neighbors, I would be like, oh, my God, I hope I get to sit in that uh, yeah. back seat. It was, it was so... It wasn't easily accessible at all. No, oh, and it was... They had to be. You had to be let out too. Well, no. If, I, apparently, the the. Well, you put back there the kid you don't care about. <laughs> Me. <laughs> if we get rented. I was gonna say, yeah, that's what we're done. I know she was back there. Oh. The kids you don't care about. They were like, the snowmobile didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> that was rider. Op that was uh, operator <laughs> error. <laughs> My maternal instinct when I watch like old TV movies and I put kids in the back and they're closing the door like closing it this way with no handle yeah. and like inside me goes what if they hit something yeah no no i mean they didn't have airbags back then either no you know yeah but the cars were so sturdy it, yeah. like, it was you a, would need a mac truck well, to then like, the, the pinto used to catch fire right yeah, yeah yeah they caught fire all the time yeah. when they were rented and like the first volkswagen rabbits and stuff were just like ticking time bombs yeah i, I like i remember my, like riding around my grandfather never had a seatbelt on Oh my gosh, my mother always talks about when she's like, the day they made seatbelts legal, your grandfather swore he'd never wear one. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, I mean, it's, there's nothing my new. My dad doesn't wear seatbelts. It's, 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 you know, it's communism. It's the socialists you know, telling you what it's to like do. It's always repeating itself. It's almost, it's almost as if, it's, it's almost, almost as if the same bullshit always works on the rubes. What, what is that? Is by all, yeah. <laughs> by, anyway. by, all, by all means, Eject yourself through a fucking windshield. Well, dude, and the glass yeah. back then didn't break nicely. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, and it, and it doesn't affect just you. Yeah. It affects everybody because... Yeah, body could hit another because of the, car. The, 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 the premiums, the insurance premiums that you pay are higher... back then. <laughs> because, of, uh, ...because of brain injuries and stuff like that. And it's like, once you, go through the, once you go through the windshield... Your problems are over. Now I have to pay for it. I love I mean? how far this went from us talking about stickers to some yeah, what were we talking government about? don't tread on me dude going through a windshield of his pinto that's caught on fire. <laughs> yeah. after yeah. And I'm in the back seat. The station wagon. <laughs> yeah. And he's and launched I'm, and I'm he's, he's been launched into Lynn in the back of the station wagon. And we were on our way to Paperama <laughs> and then it just blew up. On the way to Kmart to buy a blow dryer. Yeah. Lynn's fine. Lynn's fine back there. All right. Are we doing ice cream? All right. Show me the ice cream. Oh. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like guacamole ice cream. I am pumped if it is. <laughs>
It's yeah, um no, one good. That's what the color oh, looks like. I thought she. I thought it was just my crappy old screen. No, it's green. no, no. That's what the color kind of looks like. Let me get a it's a very. It's a very yeah. pale, pale. It's green. Oh, it's like screen with my camera. It's green. Oh, sorry, guys. It, I would call it Sherman Williams or like, bamboo or like sage, <laughs> light colored sage, maybe. Ooh, it is sagey. Hold up, my. I would call it Sherman Williams bamboo. That's what. Ladies and gentlemen. Sherman Williams Bamboo. All right. Pantone 714. You know what? I'm going to say pistachio. I hope so. I, well, you, wait. I hope it's avocado. <laughs> I've seen avocado ice cream before. I've seen that. I, it, really? It may, or may not be that, but I've seen it. It is the huh. perfect color of baby barf. We're going to use that word again. Today. It's uh, capital letters barf. It doesn't really smell like anything. <laughs> it's definitely avocado, avocado toast. Oh. $700 pint of ice cream. Now we'll never be able to buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, I, I get to try it. Yeah, Chris Ooh. isn't here. He can't try it. It's very soft. Um, yeah, after, after you. There's nothing in it. Oh, you know what? I can smell it. There's nothing floating around in it. No, I'm really excited because I know what this is. Is it lime? Mm -hmm. Nobody can understand you, Aubrey. This is a podcast. It's sweet, sweet, earthy mud slash grass slash sticks. It's matcha. Slash dick? Did you yeah. say slash dick? Yeah, like I, I haven't even tasted one of those in years. <laughs> <laughs> you can add that. I don't give a fuck. This is phenomenal. I love this flavor. I love this flavor, though. <laughs> mm, oh, matcha green tea. Oh, that's interesting. You know, this is the first one where I really wished I was there to, like, try that because it's so unique, you know? I would save you some, but I'm definitely going to eat a lot of this. Fuck, man. I mean, the other ones looked good. I'm not saying I'm the other like dreading trying. <laughs> <laughs> so I hate matcha. Yeah. Flavor. So anyone who likes matcha, this tastes just like the matcha latte. Wait, so uh, well, well, now, how you how, how do you describe matcha? It's like green tea, um, but the extra flavor in there is like literally like grassy, dirt, earthy, very natural. Lynn, it, what Lynn, what do you think of that dirt ice cream? I love that her face is so miserable. <laughs> On a scale of one. <laughs> I, I can't describe the taste to be oh. honest. Wait, I probably I took the smallest bite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Come on, go all in. Commit. I this around my face. Commit. It tastes like tea without sugar in it. Okay. I, I would say it tastes like a very concentrated green tea without sugar. Yeah. There is sugar in this. Yeah, there's definitely. It's the it's the third ingredient. Is there is there caffeine in it? Um, maybe. I don't know. So it says cream, milk, cane sugar, condensant, condensed skim milk, sugared egg yolks. Ooh, matcha, sugared egg yolks. Matcha, carob bean gum, and guar gum. That's it. So matcha is like wicked expensive. There's like knockoffs, not real. Like there's a whole thing around when you buy yeah. matcha. 
It's kind of, is it kind of like, like truffle? Yeah, exactly. There's like real truffle, not real truffle, whatever. Just, it's very just so everyone knows, this is Trader Joe's matcha green tea ice cream. I paid full full boat for this, baby. Hundred dollars. Oh. That's where her stimulus check is going. <laughs> That's where the stimmy went, baby. Right in this one one pack of ice. Oh, you're gonna hold that. I'm gonna take a, a I can't. People calling it a stimmy makes me want to kill That's myself. Good. <laughs> Boo hoo. Sucks to suck. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. That's why we're doing this on Zoom. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm just handing it over to Aubrey so she can eat it. See, right. I'm trying to buy stuff that I know that there's a chance I may not like, but I still want interesting like stuff to be on the podcast. You know what, I, Lynn? You know what, Lynn? Uh, I commend you on your bravery. That's very brave of you. I didn't, just so everyone knows, I didn't like it. If you put here's the thing, like <laughs> using a bad aftertaste, Lynn, and I don't like it. It is. It definitely. I know you're like. She was like. She was like rinsing it down, guys. She was like washing it down with something else. Nothing. It's not as bad as that. Um, do you remember that ice cream that like it was like um, whiskey something? Oh, the bourbon. Oh it, yeah, I loved really, that. That was really bad. This is also really bad. Um, <laughs> could you make like? Could you make like a smoothie out of that? Like you, maybe you, you can make that? a smoothie out of anything with a strong enough blender. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I like it. I like matcha. If you like matcha or green tea without sugar, you yeah. will like. It. I only like uh, bubble tea, which is extra sugar tea. Uh -huh. yeah. But if anyone like, I know Lynn says it every week. But if people know cool ice cream places, hit her up on Instagram. Oh yeah, so she can go and get it. She's very accessible. Yeah, yeah I have no life. She has no life other than working. I have no life. Yeah, someone slide into those DMs and, and get this girl let some me, ice cream. Let me know what ice creams people recommend. My name on Instagram is Little Excellent, and- She hasn't it, broke edge. I haven't broke edge. I have. Aubrey was never straight edge, don't let her fool you, but- Aubrey was straight edge for a good five hours today after she woke up. I'm always looking for new flavors to try even if it doesn't seem super appealing to me, I'm open to try it because we've tried a lot now on the podcast. So as long as it's kind of accessible, holla at your girl. I got this because I knew Aubrey would like it, <laughs> but I knew I probably wouldn't. All right, I'm ready for I'm ready for some spoon ratings. Hit me. Dude, the fact that I know this exists, I will buy it again. I'm giving it four and a half. Four and a half. I will go to Trader Just Joe's. Just so tomorrow. everyone knows, this costs three ninety nine at Trader okay. Joe's, and it may be one of the most expensive things there. <laughs> <laughs> I may not be buying it again because that's expensive and we're poor, but delicious. Wait, so four and a half, Lynn? I'll give it like a one and a half. I love matcha. I knew you would. I knew she wasn't gonna like it. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to like it either, but that's okay. We yeah. tried lots of, who knows? It could have been something I would have written off. So we got to split it. I think this might be the, the largest gulf of disparity uh, in ratings on this podcast. You may say I like it matcha much. <sighs> so, my thought is. Right as Lynn killed another fly. <laughs> so before the podcast, like. You killed that joke and Lynn killed the fly. I wouldn't have tried. Like, I wouldn't have really tried any flavors of ice cream that I didn't think I would like. Yeah. I have no problem trying stuff for the podcast. But most of the time, I don't really discover things that I'm like, oh, my God. I would have never have tried this if it yeah. wasn't for the podcast. But it is fun to try different ones. I yeah. try I'll try. I'll get another weird one for next I time. Do I mean, that's like a four and a half and a one and a half is like, 
is miles apart. And I think like the rest of uh, 2021, we're, uh, we're, 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 we're going to be miles apart from others. We're starting the season with, uh, <laughs> with, without unity, <laughs> uh, to say the least. Get, so, it Lynn, get it Lynn with some ice cream. Yeah. Everybody let me know, you know, your favorite ice creams, tag us in all your ice cream stories on Instagram at motorcycle scoop and we'll share them. Rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, like our Instagram. Sure. It's a Guys, new year. It's a new year. The same old us. Guys, <laughs> we're gonna find we're gonna find an ice cream where we're all gonna be like, yeah, this is a two. And that's that's what compromise is. That's what that's what unity is. Until next time. Okay. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.